Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast exploring Christian faith and practice, featuring two of the stars of the documentary Calvinist by Les Lanfear. <laughs> My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Virginia Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Fowler, not a star of the Calvinist documentary yeah, by Les Lanfear. No, yeah, I'm not. Yeah. I am not a star. You, first of all, you are in it. I'm in it, but not You're a star. I make a cameo appearance. It's not even a cameo. It's a nice long shot. You're journaling. They got you journaling. They got your hand there journaling. Where they got your hair. You're looking all pretty. Like you have a. It's like a. It's like one of those moments. It's like it's like when they're shooting a movie or a documentary, and there's mm-hmm. nothing being said. There's just this scene of like uh, nature awesomeness. and nature. Wait, wait, wait. What yeah. do you mean? You're a force of nature. And so it's like, it, it's it's an awesome part. And listen, I was talking to Les. Um, there's a reason he didn't have you any of your words in there because- First you, of all, I didn't, you I didn't outshined, record. You outshined Sproul and all those- Oh, I'm sure guys. that's what it was. You made them all look like dummies. Like He, he couldn't do that. First of all, so, he didn't record me saying anything, well, so he, stop it. That's why he didn't, though, is what I'm saying. It's he was new. afraid I would take the main yeah, stage. That's right. You steal the thunder. Steal the thunder? Thunder thief. That's what your nickname is. <laughs> Did you see it though? Did you watch the whole thing? Not yet, not no, yet. It's really, you saw the rough cut, I think. I saw the rough cut, um, and so Michelle and I are actually planning on watching it tomorrow night. Ooh, date night. Date, well, it's not date night, but you Calvinist know, Calvinist documentary. Cal- yeah, that's how uh, it gets pretty uh, heated, mm-hmm. if you know what I mean. We uh, we like to Netflix and chill. This time we're gonna less Lansphere and chill. Yeah, that's right. It's not Lansphere, by the way. It's Lansphere. No, Lansphere. There's no S in there. I'm There's pretty an sure. S. It's not it's silence. Landfear. Nope, it's silent. But yeah, you guys should check it out. I think um, we'll have a link in the show notes. You want to go to the Calvinist movie um, website and uh, pick it up. It's actually really good. I liked it. And I mean, it's very well done. It's very the quality slick. is it's amazing good. from what oh, I've man. seen. He's a great cinematographer. The editing is really sharp. He did a lot of the illustration in there. Um, I believe his next project is the Jofo yeah. documentary. Yeah. How the Joe teamed up with the foe, the Jofo. Right. And well, the the foe teamed up with the Joe. I, I no, think no, no, the, the Joe, the, the Joe, you, the Joe teamed up with the foe. I, I, I think it's kind of like how Robin team. met Batman. No, it's, it's kind of like the, Wonder Twins, and you're the chick. She's got great hair. Yeah, there, there you go. I know. I'm, I'm right. not even going to fight this. So, um, I've been, I've, it's been a, it's been a rough couple of days for me. I've been a little discouraged. Mm. Is that because your wife's been gone? No, she's been here. Oh, yeah, but when this airs, no, she would have been gone. I'm, I'm I thought you were. No. I thought you were just. I no, thought it was I the magic. I, I thought it was the magic of, of no, no, no. Of podcasting. My wife will be uh, gone for the weekend. So wait, now you're discouraged because she's back? No, because she was gone. Now she. So I'm wait, you're telling me because of the things been you've been back. saying about me on Twitter and on the Instagram and on, <laughs> on the Instagram. You've been saying things like I'm offering coaching when I'm not offering coaching and. You're saying it's like uh, people can revive their churches or revitalites. Mm, revitalize. And then, um, <laughs> well, because it's light because of your stature. Yeah, I know. I got, I got that. And then and then you put the picture of my, my, <laughs> my, my driver's license up, making fun of how I'm so short I didn't even barely make it into the picture. <laughs> and like everybody's been making fun of me. I've been discouraged. I've been discouraged. There's so much dead space above do you your see, head. Do, but do you see my countenance, how it's fallen? And that's all because of you, man. No, no, no. Stop it's it. actually been really funny. <laughs> that's actually uh, it made your day. It was awesome. It was really <laughs> funny. But but we were talking about discouragement, and we thought, well, why don't we just have a free form discussion 
Um, let's just talk about when we get discouraged, what do we do to deal with that? So All this right. is going to be personal. It's going to be just how we roll. And uh, hopefully it'll be an encouragement to you because I would imagine that a lot of our listeners are are discouraged even right now. Like they're probably you're like, oh, why, why am I listening to this podcast? Oh, great! I'm already discouraged. I'm gonna be even more discouraged. <laughs> well, hopefully, hopefully we'll we'll share some some things with you that uh, that will be an encouragement to you. Yeah. Um. So Jimmy, when when you think about being discouraged, what what are some things that are likely to discourage you in your life? Um. Man, goodness. Uh, I would say some things that are likely to discourage me is work, just employment, um, whether that be ministry or... But what about it discourages you? Well, it, my expectations are not met, okay. I guess is the best way to put it. That's right. part of my control, controlling nature is I like things in place and, and set up the way I have... My wife talks about it all the time, like, I, I expect a certain thing, and if it doesn't happen exactly the way I wanted to. I get discouraged and upset and annoyed. Uh, and I see that my kids too. Cohen is exactly the same. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I think when my expectations are not met, not just from the expectations I place on others, whether fairly or unfairly, mm. but the expectations I place upon myself. Right. Um, so to, failure. To failure, I guess, is the better is, is one way. I don't know if I'd say I fail. I'm, really? not, I'm not really a no, failure type no. guy. You don't, you don't fail. I don't fail. You just... You don't fail to meet your expectations. Well, well no, no. I would say use? I would say uh, because of other people's failures, my task wasn't co- accomplished the way I, I should have right, been accomplished. Right. So everybody else blows it, and then you got to deal with and it. And that's right? pretty much okay. what it comes All down right. to. I, I know that that's not true. <laughs> um, yeah, I I I, I agree. I, I know that um, I'm discouraged when I when I drop the ball or when I don't do well. Um, and that happens a lot to you, dropping the ball. That's why I'm so discouraged. Uh, I only drop the ball in kickball. I can't catch that thing. Um, I can kick it good, though. Oh, I, I, I would say that um, I, I get discouraged when I am misunderstood or when someone thinks something about me that isn't accurate. Like That can be discouraging. It's like, and it uh, depends on the person, though. Right. Because I, I know we've seen it online where people oh, assume yeah. certain things about us, and we're just like, whatever. all right, whatever. They don't know it. But if someone knows us. Right. Right, and then they assume certain things about us that are untrue. Somebody that's that really because it's like about. it's like it's like, dude, you really like you should know better. Right? How do you not know better? Yeah, and uh, I, so I think you know that that can be discouraging, and I also think that um, just when when situations are hard or painful, yeah. you know. So I mean, we're not talking about depression here. We're we're talking about discouragement, and so it's like I. You know, when uh, you're you're watching people suffer or and you can't do anything about it or um, or maybe you're watching them suffer because they've shot themselves in the foot. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they've they've really made some bad choices and and, and you can't help them. And I, I don't know. There, those are some things that I think about uh, that that cause me discouragement. And so I think, you know, family, uh, I, I think when you get married, you realize how much of a sinner you are, or at least you realize that you are a sinner more yeah, than you yeah. before. And then when you have kids, it happens again. Even more. So, so yeah, I think, I think I also get not just discouraged when, when I fail myself, but I think kind of what you're leading into Joe is when I fail others. Yeah. Right. Like when I let other people down, when they're depending on me, uh, to like, whether it's at home provide, right. Yeah. I know there was a time for in, in our marriage for Michelle and I, where I think I talked about this in episode one, right? Like we were, you know, pretty close to calling a quits within the right. first year and a half of our marriage. Um, 
And a lot of that was because of me and my failures. And I was so discouraged uh, by my sin. Uh, well, no. Yeah, discouraged. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't at the time admit it that it was my sin. Um, but I felt like such a failure as a husband mm-hmm. um, that it really just kind of weighed me down. Yeah. Sometimes it's, it's reality, right? Our reality and our own fault. But sometimes we're also discouraged for things that aren't even real. I mean, we get discouraged. Like, like, give me an example. Like, you know, you you th- you think that you've done something wrong and you haven't, or you think you've done a poor job and you haven't. I know a lot of preachers are very discouraged on Mondays, and I hear from them. Preachers are discouraged on Monday based on what happened on Sunday, and maybe they're discouraged because they felt like they preached a dud of a sermon. Been there, done that. Yeah, uh, uh, often. Uh, been there, do that. Yeah, um, still. It's my M.O. Uh, I, I understand that um, that that can oftentimes just be your own perception. Um, sometimes people are discouraged because they they aren't seeing what God is doing in and through them. Uh, they're they're only looking at perceived failures. I, I think that some people um, are see things as they aren't right. So they think like I don't have anything to offer. Um, I wasn't an encouragement to that person. Um, they, they, people just sometimes feel useless mm. and they're discouraged even though there's a lot more to them and to what God is doing and what God can do than, than they perceive. So I, sometimes I think we're discouraged by things that aren't real. So then in the midst of that then, um, I guess, how how do you deal with that discouragement, right? Like, like thinking through it, like an, an example for me is discouraged in uh, maybe my lack of growth spiritually, you know, sure. uh, my lack of discipline in, in certain areas. Um, how do you then begin to process and work through that, right? Because we can't stay right. in that state. We shouldn't, but it's easy to. Yeah, you're right. So, so I shouldn't say we we can't, right? Because we people do. But I know what you're saying. I, we, yeah, we, we, we should. I like it. Yeah, yeah. I I think that um, when I am discouraged, there is a temptation to just isolate and hope it passes. I think that's the temptation, um, which doesn't really work. And if it does pass, you haven't dealt with it, so you're not better. And it, it could come up again. Yeah, absolutely. Twofold, threefold, fourfold. And then people sometimes treat their discouragement by escapism, which isn't also, which also isn't dealing with the problem. And uh, sometimes people deal with discouragement by uh, overeating or overdrinking or alcohol or drugs. Like things, people go in a bad way yeah. with discouragement. The thing that I do, the things that I do, I'll, I'll list one to start. One of the things that I do that um, that helps me is. I'm going to save prayer. I'll let you bring up prayer or whatever. But one of the things that I do is I try to think logically mm. about the situation. So I'm discouraged. All right, let, let me go through what I am discouraged about. Let me take it apart and then put it all back together again. Is there anything to this? Do I need to learn? Do I need to repent? Um, or am I being a big sensitive baby head? You know, is 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 this a lie from the devil? or um, Or is this something that is a true problem that um, that I should be getting help with or remedying on my own. Sometimes just thinking logically, like I, people, people are sometimes discouraged because something hasn't happened in the way that they thought it should happen. And, uh, and they're like, Oh great. Now what's the next thing? So I'll just reason it, reason it out. Okay. Well, what's the worst that could happen? All right. Uh, and usually as I realized the worst, like, okay, well, the worst, isn't as bad as I thought it would be. Yeah. 
Even if it is the worst. Okay, now what's likely to happen? If, is the worst thing the like, most likely thing to happen? Uh, probably not. What's most likely? Sometimes just reasoning through and, and thinking through things helps me to calm down, and then I know where I'm supposed to go from there. Obviously, for example, obviously. Prayer, prayer is a, is a, obviously. Is a big thing. So then, uh, so you're saying, you know, one of the things that I, I like how you say that you're kind of taking stock. Uh, and I like how you said you're looking at it logically because oftentimes I look at these things emotionally. Right. And I allow my emotionally charged uh, reactions mm-hmm. to dominate my circumstances. Right. And that can cloud us. That oh, can yeah. cloud like our understanding of what's real, what's not, what's perceived, uh, and what's likely to be the case, right? Because I think you even talked about um, some things we blow way out of proportion. Like mm-hmm. I know for me, because I get so emotionally charged about it and not think about it logically, uh, I blow it way out of proportion when others are just like, no, it's not a big deal. Who cares? What are you talking about? You know, like yeah. there's no reason to kind of feel this way. Um, so I like that thinking through it logically. Um, I think like you mentioned uh Prayer yeah. is, is you know, seeking after God, praying to God, being, and that, I think part of that then is being honest with God and sharing our feelings and our frustrations and our discouragement. Mm-hmm. Why is this discouraging? Why is it affecting me so? What's, you know, what's really going on here? Right. Where's my, where's the place that I have actually sinned and wronged? And maybe uh, where is it that I need to give myself grace in yeah. the situation? Yeah, I mean, Scripture tells us that, you know, through prayer, God guards our hearts and our minds, right? That um, with a peace that surpasses understanding. Yeah. So that's, I mean, prayer is one of those ways where we're we're talking to God about it, which is helping us to think it through. But we're actually trusting Him with our heart and with the situation. And I like, you know, sometimes what you said, like, needs to be done. Like, sometimes, you know, I'm discouraged, and I'm discouraged because I haven't done the right thing. Like, I've... I've, something's happened and I haven't done the right thing. So the right thing is I got to go make amends. Yeah. Or sometimes, you know what? People are people get discouraged because, or I'll get discouraged because I haven't done what I'm supposed to do. Do what you're supposed to do and you'll find your countenance is lifted. Right? Yeah. You, when you work hard and uh, at your job, uh, you feel better than when you're not doing your job and you're just blowing it off and things are not getting done. Uh, you, you, so sometimes through prayer, you realize, like, well, I've, I've got to repent or I've got to address or I've got to move. And sometimes God is able to say, no, it's not it's none of that. Uh, you're just worrying. Yeah. And so let me let me guard you. Let me let me protect you in all of this. I think that when we you know, when we're praying mm-hmm. it, for it to really be fruitful, we need to be bringing the scripture. Yeah. Right. To bear um, in our hearts and in our lives like we need to. You know, that whole idea of of preaching to yourself, of talking to yourself, like oh, Lord, I Lord get Jones. it. Yeah, okay. Here yeah, we go. You know, I'm not doing no, anything. Martin we Lloyd go. Jones spiritual go depression. Ahead. So go ahead, everybody Joe. should buy yeah, Martin oh, Lloyd Jones. Oh, here we go. Spiritual depression. Mm, oh. Because what Jones says, yeah, is mm-hmm. that we tend to spend too much time listening to ourselves, mm-hmm. um, and instead we need to talk to ourselves. So we take the scripture. Um, he says we take ourselves by the hand and we lead ourselves to the truth that we may not be seen. So what do we do? We, we, take, we, we take ourselves to the Bible. We open it up and we begin to pour over those pages. And what happens is, is we begin to learn truths about God that give us comfort um, true, and, and truths about ourselves that, uh, that we might need to address. Just for example, you know, Proverbs 3, 5 through 6, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make straight 
your paths. So, I mean, that is sometimes something that I just say, hey, stop trusting yourself in all of this. Trust God and and let him be the Lord. He's in charge. He's got this. You don't feel like you have it. He's got this. So sometimes in just understanding scripture and beginning to like apply that to myself and into the thing that's causing me discouragement or anxiety or whatever it is, is a big help. Oh, and probably note to self, right, Joe? Uh-huh. Picking up Joe's book, Note to Self. You can head on over to the website. Actually, yeah. we don't have it there. Never mind. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> well, we'll we'll link it in the all show right, notes. All right, we'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. All right. So yeah, you're talking about prayer. We talked about uh, scripture. I also think being part of community. Yeah, is part of that because you mentioned before about our tendency is to isolate. I know I do. Uh, I try to isolate uh, and remove myself from community. Part of it's shame, I think. Part of it is is not wanting others to to see my my failure. Um, but yeah, being a part of community, having those brothers and sisters that are around you, and those close friends that are around you that you could talk to and be open and honest. Yeah. Um, and to have them speak into your life, right. speak into speak gospel truth to you. Yeah. I mean, I was at a, this was a, maybe a month or two months ago at my, at my CG. Um, I love those people and I look forward to going and I was sharing with them. I've been discouraged. I've been weary lately. And I just told them what was up, you know, and even though I'm the pastor because of the kind of church that we are and the kind of community groups that we have, I'm not the leader of that community group. I'm really just one of the people there. And so, um, I, but I share what's going on. I'm, I'm honest with them and they're able to pray for me, knowing that they're praying for me, hearing them pray for me, and then hearing them speak to me makes a world of difference. And I was able to go back, uh, I think a week or two later and say, Hey, you know, that God has really, you know, taken care of that issue. Thank you guys, because you helped me get through that. Um, I agree, man. Community is really important. Discouragement is, is going to flourish when you isolate yourself, unless, unless it just, you, you get numb to it after a while which doesn't help that healing process. But I would say sometimes we're discouraged because we keep needling the problem. We keep going over the issue when going over it is not going to bear fruit. Sometimes now I'm not, I'm not arguing for mere escapism, but what I'm saying is, is if you're discouraged and you're praying and you're talking to the Lord about it and you're preaching the scripture to yourself, you know, you're, you're, you're looking at the things that scripture says and applying it to your life so that, you know, you, you know I can cast my anxieties uh, on on him, knowing on the Lord, knowing that he cares for me. Like you're doing all of this, and yet you're you still keep going over it. Some people kind of wind up in this trap where they they can't distance themselves from whatever the issue is, even though they've prayed about it, uh, even though they've preached the word to themselves. So I would say one of the things that is good to do is as you're preaching to yourself and as you're praying, as you're in community, um, stop thinking about it and give yourself something else to do. You know, there are, God has given you things to do, whether that be work or recreation or whatever it is. Sometimes if you're dealing with it on a spiritual level, it's good to go ahead and enjoy one of God's good gifts. Right. Absolutely. So like a movie, um, a book, working out at the gym, which you know, I, obviously I do all the time. Um, <laughs> obviously. Obviously. Uh, you know, it's uh, it's pectorally obvious. Um <laughs> I, I would I, so I think again if you're just escaping that's not helpful but if you use those gifts as something to enjoy in light of the God that you've been talking to and listening to that can be helpful as well at least I've, I've found it to be helpful when I approach it in that way so then Joe what is it you know I think uh, what does this kind of show about our heart you know what does this really show about our heart and our relationship with God 
in the midst of discouragement. Actually, I, I think of uh, A.W. Pink, mm-hmm. right? Uh, uh, on his work on discouragement, he talks about you know three things. He talks about uh, distrust of God, discontentment with God's provision, uh, self-will, right. and impatience. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, I, I find that quite often in in my discouragement, in my faint-heartedness, is because I, I am not trusting God that he is in control, that I'm not trusting God um, that his plan is sovereign and that his plan is good. Yeah. Yeah, it, it oftentimes breaks down to a breakdown yeah. in our theology. Um, I, I think that's really good. We'll be sure and link to that in the show notes as well. Um, I, don't, I don't think I've read that. Um, I, the heart is fickle, man. The heart yeah. is, uh, is easily moved in the wrong direction. Um, you know, this is why Proverbs 4.23 tells us to, to keep the heart with all vigilance, for from it flow the springs of life, right? Um, the, the heart is the seat of our affections, and as our heart goes, so go we, and, yeah. and so goes our life. And so when, the, when, the, when Proverbs tells us, you've got to keep your heart, you've, you've got to be careful with it, you've got to guard it, you've got to cultivate it. Um, and my favorite treatment on the heart is John uh, Flavel's Flavel Flav. Flavel Flav. Um, is, uh, Keeping the Heart. It's, uh, it, it's a great book. And, you know, what he says is, you know, keeping the heart is to essentially, I'm not going to try and quote it, but it is essentially to use all of the holy means to um, encourage and maintain communion with God yeah. while... Uh, Avoiding sin, while repenting of sin, forsaking sin, um, and so like you know, using the means of grace uh, to guard the heart is is going to be central here. So it's, it goes back to prayer. It goes yeah. back back to the word. But I think you're right in bringing up the heart because if we're discouraged, it's not just a circumstantial problem, is it? Because there are people in the same circumstance that aren't discouraged. Exactly. So exactly. it's a heart. It's fundamentally a heart issue. It's a heart issue. It's a distrust in in. Uh, of God, it's discontentment, as Pink talks about, uh, in God's provision, right? That that God is good and will give good gifts to his children, right? Yeah. It's it's this attitude of of self reliance. Right. That, you know, uh, I will make this happen. I will uh I will push this through that if it's not me, then it's not going to it's not going to occur. And so when I fail, then I am discouraged. And it's impatience in God's timing. Yeah. Right. Not trusting and believing that God's timing is what it is uh, and that it will come to pass uh, when God has decreed yeah. that it would. And you, you just got to recognize that you're going to be discouraged. Yeah. You're, you're, you're going to run into this. You're, and it's it, it, listen, it's not abnormal. It's to be expected, because even though we've been born again, even though God has given us a new heart, even though we have um, a new spirit in us. Uh, we're still fallen, and we're still frail. Yeah. And sometimes we're legitimately discouraged when we need to do something. Sometimes that's your conscience talking to you. Other times it's nothing. It's a lie, uh, and it's something that's eroding your faith. Uh, but it made me think of uh, of, a, of a statement in um, this a, a great book, uh, Human Nature in Its Fourfold State by Thomas Boston. He says this, Though every part of the man is renewed, there is no part of him perfectly renewed. Although in regeneration there is a heavenly light let into the mind, there is still some darkness in there. Though the will is renewed, it is not perfectly renewed. 
there is still some of the old inclination to sin remaining. So you're 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 going to struggle, yeah, with with not just sin but with life. And the question becomes is not oh, what what if I get discouraged? You're going to get discouraged. What do you do about it? Are you going to sulk? Are you going to have a pity party? Um, are you going to blame others? Uh, or are you going to take it to the Lord mm. um, and, and and try to make sense of your situation, but even more so, make sense of yourself? You know, ma- making sense of yourself is really is is really the the bottom line here. It's like what what am I not believing? Uh, that is true. What am I believing that is not true? What am I doing that is uh, harmful? Or what am I not doing that would help bring life? The, understanding yourself, I think, is going to be um, one of the keys in dealing with uh, the, the, the discouragement that we face on those you know, personal levels. And to get out of that then, you know, as we talked about, you know, prayer being looking at it logically, looking to Scripture, being part of community, if you find yourself in the midst of discouragement— don't give up. Like, don't right. stay there is kind of what we, we've been saying this whole time. Actually, Pink says it like this. When David was dejected, he did not resort to self-pity or regard it as something which was inevitable, but betook, upon, betook himself to task for the same. Why are you cast down, O my soul? Right. Why this faithless fainting, this childish fretfulness? He chided himself for the same, and it is striking to note that twice more he refused to yield to the spirit of gloom and inquired into the cause of it, which is what Joe was talking about there. If at first he succeeded not in casting it off, he tried and tried again. Yeah. Don't stay in that state. And we want to stay in that state. It's like, I don't want to go to church today. I'm too discouraged. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just, uh, I just, I'm not feeling it. That's, that's where all the means of grace come together yep. in power. And um, man, like that's, that's where God is likely to really go to work on your heart. So, in the, so you're, you're making this effort, right? You're, you're pressing into the means of grace. You're drawing near to yeah. God. So I, I love the, what I love what you're saying and what Pink is saying, because it, it reflects what, what the psalmist says in Psalm 73, right? This guy was discouraged, dejected, frustrated because of what he was seeing, what he was experiencing, and he almost fell spiritually, morally. But he said, I, 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 was, I was going in a bad way until I walked into the sanctuary of God. Like, yes. un- until I, I, I entered into the context of worship, that's when things began to turn Went up to the mind. house of the Lord. Right? Yeah, my heart began to change. Things began to change. But not dealing with it not only means that you're not going to change but you're you you run the risk of going deeper yeah discouragement can lend itself to depression depression can lend itself to despair it's 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 not a small thing like we think oh being discouraged it's just i'm just discouraged today okay well right now it's a small thing but it has the potential to wreak havoc so there's a lot that we can do to deal with it you know we reason through it yeah uh, in part we certainly pray hard uh, we look at God's word we, we stay in community um, worship with like all that means of grace yeah. that you're talking about uh, we gather together and proclaim the mercy and grace and righteousness and goodness and omnipotence yeah. and our hope in yeah. God yeah yeah sometimes I'm discouraged because I'm not I'm not doing what's right and I need to do what's right sometimes I'm discouraged because I'm believing a lie. Uh, it, it can be a, a million different reasons, but there is always 
uh, a way out of that, mm. uh, regardless of the reason, right? W- regardless of what it is. Um, sometimes it involves repentance. Uh, sometimes uh, it, it involves, uh, I would say this, sometimes it involves repentance, but it always involves drawing near to God. Yeah, that's so, good. A- apart from that, I think we, we stay where we are. And we draw near to God, like you were saying, through community, worship, means of grace. So if you're discouraged, and I know that I, you know some of you are, some of you will be, um, you're not alone, and you're there for a purpose. Maybe God has allowed you to be discouraged so that you will find sweetness in the gospel. Maybe yeah. God has allowed you to be discouraged so that That's you will point. again remember and experience the sufficiency of God, the power of God, the goodness of God. There's a reason that you are discouraged that goes beyond the circumstance. God has a purpose in this, and uh, if you seek him, I think you'll find out why. Let us know your thoughts. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Doc and Devo or on Facebook slash Doctrine and Devotion. Go you can head on to the website, DoctrineAndDevotion.com. There Doctrine. you can contact us. You can sign up for our email blast. You can hit up the store conference. and grab yourself the Reformation 500T or the sign up the for the 2018 yeah, Doctrine and Devotion Conference, conference on the Spirit that, that and the Church. Make sure to grab, look at the link there for the Calvinist documentary by Les Lance. Yeah, that's good. That's really good. I like that. That's Jimmy's good. in that. I'm in that. Lots of other good people. We're not are in it, it as much as like a sprawl. Well, yeah, of course. We're not in it like all those other like everybody else. Well, how come? Those are big wigs. Listen, we are not big stage people. No, I know, I know. That's why no we one can wants be on Les's little crummy documentary. <laughs> 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 Which is why we're probably not. We don't really get, you know, uh, callbacks. That you know, sometimes we, don't really we get, get called. In, sometimes we get called. But after we go there, they, we don't get called. We don't get the call back. We don't get the call backs. Yeah, I mean, that happened recently. I, 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 I don't know. I, I think it could have happened. <laughs> I don't know. There was a yeah, yeah. Jared, what's up, dog? Hey, Jared. Oh no, here thanks we go. Thanks for inviting me to the to the to the first mm. normal pastors conference. But and, no one was there. And then, but then, like now, you're you're doing a second one. I see you're bringing Juan Quark back. What about me? No one wants to join. Obviously. I'm just saying. Yeah, I know. Obviously. There's no callback. There's no, no callback. I don't get the callback. Fresh Pod every Monday and Thursday. Blog posts on Wednesdays. I'm not having Jared. Video content podcast. on Fridays. Jared, you're not having <laughs> Later. Have me your conference. I need, you can be on the podcast. <laughs>